0: Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour.
1: We only get about 75 to 80 years on this planet. 75 to 80 years of consciousness. We're here and then we're gone. You live, you laugh, you love, you cry. People come in and out of your life. You watch sunrises, you watch sunsets, and you die. You return to the dust. You'll be forgotten by two generations later. Your name, your face, likeness will no longer be there. Evan is an exception with all the porn he leaves on the
2: internet. (laughs)
1: He'll be be corroborated. He's like the Lincoln Monument.
2: (laughs) I've been immortalized.
1: (laughs) But in saying that, this podcast has been going on for a year. And I'm glad that we have wasted, and you have wasted, precious minutes. Precious minutes of your life going right down the drain. (laughs) So every time
0: you hit play on this, just know, you have 75 years, and you're wasting it with us. This is time we could have been spending with our families, yeah. <laughs> growing as people, but instead we took a hard right and went the other way. If you could put
1: 53 hours into any skill, you'd be pretty close to being a master of that skill, right? Like yeah. You would be very good at it. Now, let me ask you, do y'all feel very good <laughs> at this? No. Is this something <laughs> that's very good?
0: I think no. I get a low-grade fever every time we do this. <laughs>
2: I leave here with a headache, um. <laughs>
0: but
1: this episode is coming out on the one-year mark of our initial episode, so I wanted to say a little, little something just to, just to, just to commemorate it. So, if you ever want to sit down and just listen to fifty-three hours of this, go ahead. See if you don't end up in a psych ward. So, looking back over the year, y'all look a little more wrinkly, a little more saggy, eyes just slightly more dead. Hmm. There's nothing behind them. How do y'all think y'all've grown by sitting here in this little room yelling into a mic?
0: I think we care less. <laughs> we had goals prior to prior to coming in here, and a couple weeks in, those all faded away. I mean, I, I think my brain has gotten more smooth.
1: It's, it looks like a cue ball on like a pool table right now, and it, even the side. It's like every time I turn my head, I can hear it rolling around in there. Mm.
2: I've gained a greater appreciation for death. Um. <laughs> God, you're, you're marking it down. You're waiting. Yeah, I mean, I just get it now, you
1: know? Yeah, when I said you have 75 years on this
0: planet, you were like, that is too long.
1: <laughs> it's way too long. That
0: is your appreciation for your death, not our death, right? We'll see. Yeah, this okay. is going to be like okay. a murder-suicide thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how
0: That's how the last episode's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> classic
2: murder-suicide. And we're classic. not even going to know when it's the last episode. No, no. <laughs>
0: Who is gonna edit the yeah. episode? <laughs> Who's gonna put it out? <laughs> I
2: don't have the login. <laughs> wipe
1: the monitor down <laughs> with the blood. <laughs> so you're saying? So y'all are saying we've just been hollowed out. We're. I think so. It would have been more productive for us to get brain cancer. We would be more ourselves. You would have yeah. made more money as, with brain cancer, though. I think.
2: Yeah. Because you know, you could have done like a GoFundMe. That's true. Yeah. You know. You wouldn't have to put money into anything. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And we sink money into this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's so much pit. money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One
1: year. If You've been with us the whole time. Thank you. You haven't given us anything. So I want to go to make that clear. I don't know why I'm thanking you. The net profit of this whole venture is... The same as it was a year ago. (laughs) And I, you know, I don't know if that makes me sad or not. But in saying that, we have a little preliminary email from a listener that we're going to read. And it reads like this. Top of the morning, Alan, Zachary, and Devin. All
2: right. (laughs) At least get my name right. Is that you? I think so. I mean, I don't know who else Devin would be because they didn't mention me.
1: Was Devin the sexier... Guy that was in here earlier. Had to have been. God, the guy
2: had that his was in here off. first. Yeah, He was just steamy. Ripped to the bone.
0: <laughs> yeah, like. Devin had a tribal tap, but it didn't look bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he was so steamy, you could see your face in his pecs. <laughs> I brushed my teeth while I was sitting there looking. He's very tall. I was looking straight at his nipple. Oh. But we have Evan, which is less sexy. <laughs> I just don't have the D. <laughs> yeah, Evan's <laughs> Devin without the D. <laughs> but the email continues. I'm very tired and famished when I get off work in my white-collar job at 429 sharp. When I'm leaving the parking lot and trying to turn right onto a busy road... I'm having trouble getting others' attention to let me out. What would you advise me do to get their attention? P.S. I love Evan's soothing voice. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Mr. K. Uh, Evan is built for radio. He's got it. He might have a soothing voice, but his face is like running and face planting on gravel. Like it is
2: not smooth.
0: Like a mule after a rock slide. (laughs)
2: It's like I stuck my head in front of an 18-wheeler going down the highway, but it only hit my head. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Like you popped out of a manhole cover at
1: the wrong time? Yeah. Well, how do y'all gain the attention of other people in cars? Like if you want to maybe turn or you maybe want to merge, how do you get the attention of other drivers?
0: I think if you're going to get something from the drivers, it's important that you also give something to them. So I'd say Mr. K should use the barter system. I say that he barter his way into different lanes.
1: So you're thinking this is like a very trafficked area like it's stopped. I traffic? think
0: I think he has to drive through probably 16 lanes of traffic. <laughs> it's like a final level of Frogger for for Mr. K.
1: And he's just like going car to car being like I can give you some watermelons. Yeah,
0: you let me in, I'll give you watermelons pudding just any anything he has a sewing machine (laughs) any anything he has just common things he has in the back of his car
1: maybe do you give him the advice of like of being an auctioneer doing it in the style of an auctioneer just say things
0: really fast I would say that's that's probably probably a good start for him. I think that way also works. If you start saying things fast, sometimes people just listen to you. They, <laughs> they, it doesn't matter what you're saying; they just enjoy the presentation. Right, right. They might let you over just for that.
1: Maybe get on their hood. Get on the hood of the car. Maybe start so. Auctioning off the things in your vehicle. Maybe so. <laughs> I think it's good. Evan, what should Mr. K do to get the attention of other drivers?
2: So let me ask you, what what's the number one thing that gets people attention these days? Uh, guns. Guns. Interesting answer. Uh, Alan? Um, the water. Did he say water? <laughs> I think he I thinks don't, we all live in the Sahara water. Desert. I don't know <laughs>
0: if he thinks this is water world or... <laughs> Look, when, when people listen to this episode months from now, when water is just... God, you're like, telling yeah. the future. <laughs> When water is the most important commodity, you'll understand. <laughs> okay.
2: I don't like that omen, but no, you're both wrong. The answer is plays. Plays. Plays, yeah. So, screener, Yeah, screenwriting and playwriting mm-hmm. and whatnot. I'm going to hold a small reproduction of Les Mis in the middle of the intersection. Ah, mm. uh, yes. Have people screaming from windows about bread and whatnot, um, injustice and justice and. Whatever else Le Mis was about. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> it was a long
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of French.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so while they're occupied with that, I'll kind of just zoom through. Uh, they'll be like, why is there Toyota Camry in Le Mis, you know, 1700s mm-hmm. France? His best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just trying to drive around the actors and actresses. Yeah.
2: Just trying to weave through the traffic of that is my play. And of course, they're screaming at me. Because sure. I'm driving through their production, and it kind of adds. Oh, you're not with the production? I am, but they feel disrespected. Ah, okay. You, you didn't know? tell them that was your home point. No, I didn't tell them why they were doing this or what it was for, but they did get me across the intersection. <laughs> That's
1: good. When you're across the intersection, do you stop, open your doors, and they all crowd in like a clown car? No, I have
2: <laughs> no connection with them after that. Okay. <laughs> I actually kind of forget that I'm trying to get home, and I'm like, oh, is that a production of Les Mis? And oh. I kind of just pull over.
0: <laughs> you start watching it? <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a Javert or whatever. Great well, let me casting. ask you a
0: question. Does it have to be Les Mis?
2: Could he do like a, like a Charles Dickens-like dance? So <laughs> they could, but the actors that I have are very limited. Mm. Uh, so they could try Unlimited a Charles Dickens. mentally? In all aspects, uh, physically, like emotionally, how limited, <laughs> mentally,
1: like limited as far as chromosomes
2: go, just limited. We'll keep it at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they try their best, but it all kind of just boils back down to Les Mis at the end. Mm. So they could start out in a monologue of Charles Dickens, and somehow they're yelling about bread, or it's
0: just really bread capture. based for you, yeah. you yeah. Or you like prison, the first <laughs> little bit of Les Mis, you're like.
2: That's all I need to say. I
0: bet I, I bet I know what the rest of this is
2: about. <laughs> I've honestly never watched The Beginning. <laughs> I haven't watched any of it. It's the French, so they're always yelling about bread. Yeah, they're always
1: mm-hmm. always yelling about
2: something. And some injustice of some kind. Uh, they're always protesting. So
1: That's very good. Um, Mr. K, here's what I would do. I would gather as many flares as possible a whole box of them, 50. You remember that scene in Jurassic Park when he's trying to get the Tyrannosaurus Rex's attention where he's just waving that flare around? I want you to do that, but I want you to light all the flares at once. People are going to stop when they see the inside of your car light up like Christmas and just hear your (laughs) wails as you are gaining third-degree burns (laughs) driving across lanes of traffic. It looks like... (laughs) It looks like a train with the smoke bellowing from the windows. (laughs) Between the light and your painful screams, you're going to have people crashing into ditches and light poles. They're not going to be able to pay attention to anything else. To be dramatic, I think, is how I sum it up. So
2: you wouldn't be able to see them, but they would see you.
1: (laughs) You're not seeing anything because between the heat and the light, you are just pressing the gas pedal and hoping that you... (laughs)
0: You have a lane to go through. What's the difference between you and a suicide bomber? <laughs> I'm not going to get seventy-two virgins.
2: Okay, <laughs> for this act, I guess I don't know. I'm not going to get seventy-two.
1: I'm going to get one crusty old man. <laughs> His name's going to be Lewis. He's going to be grumpy. <laughs> and it's just—he just—I'm gonna die, and it's just, it's just gonna be him in a wicker chair. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm all you got for eternity." <laughs> Buckle up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go, Mister K. Um, technically, not our advice segment, so legally you don't have to do any of them, but we uh, suggest you do because it's sound advice. But let's get into it. Welcome to Questionable Detour. Let's do a hypothetical.
2: Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract? purely hypothetical question.
0: I guess I I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question.
2: Well, that's a hypothetical question.
1: So at the moment of this recording, it's the end of February going into March. So it's not exactly pool season, but we want to help people get ready for the summer when they are gallivanting to pools, their own or public pools. So what do y'all do when y'all walk into y'all y'all open the gate of a public pool
2: i think it's important to look like you know what you're doing (laughs) because at public pools there's just so many rules and regulations and steps that you may not be accustomed to so i think the one rule at a public pool is maybe don't run don't pee don't molest the children see you just keep naming things there's so many things <laughs> so many rules for you It's um, hard for you for you to well follow. there's just a lot of steps that you gotta take to get in the pool like you know oh are you supposed to take your shirt off before you get in the pool after you get in the pool are you supposed to have a towel around you when you get in the pool or mm-hmm. like is you supposed to sit that out a
1: lot of social layers you have to peel back in a public pool nobody ever thinks of the social aspect of it
2: yeah and it can just cause people a lot of anxiety and Make people not want to go to the pool. So I'm here to tell people how to overcome that. Uh, What you want to do is watch other people. Um, (laughs) See what they do and try to mimic that. But you don't want to just stare at people. That would be weird. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. Right. So when you get there, you want to kind of look occupied, be fiddling with your things. Fiddling with what? Your things. and Things. Things. Okay. And maybe you see you know, an an old man over there. Mm. Just kind of steal some longing glances over at him to see what he's doing.
1: (laughs) What are you longing for? His confidence. Yeah,
2: knowledge. (laughs) And just kind of keep doing that. Just kind of keep glancing over there for as long as it takes. Sure. Maybe somebody notices you looking over there and you just got (laughs) to cut back real (laughs) quick like you're not doing anything. But... Yeah, I mean, if you get enough glances in, you'll see exactly what they're doing and be able to mimic that.
1: So are you going to mirror these people exactly? Try to, make-
2: try your best, yeah.
1: <laughs> so if somebody's maybe putting on sunscreen, you're right behind them, you know, mimicking their exact
2: motions? Yeah, I mean, you see them put on sunscreen. You don't want to let them get away, so you want to get a little close to them and start getting every of the same nook and every of the same cranny. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. watch it.
1: Do you lose yourself to the point that you think you are that person? That maybe the the child of the father that you're mimicking
2: yells, Daddy! And you're like, you he turns and you turn as well. You do think, oh, am I that child's father? And then <laughs> you turn back and you're like, whoa. Uh, it breaks, rea- yeah, it breaks yeah, back you, to reality. You come back to reality and you're like, you gotta snap out of it. You can't get lost in this.
1: Do you slap yourself to help you snap out of it? Yeah.
2: I mean you do whatever you can, splash some water on your face, whatever you have burn to burn
1: a cigarette into your
2: arm. Yeah, and then <laughs> the five seconds break and you glance back over and you, you're locked back into <laughs> being that child's father.
1: You're back into your little fantasy world.
2: Yeah, it's But then you snap back out of it. So <laughs> it's only weird for like five to ten seconds.
1: So like let's say Alan. Is at a public pool. He's poor. He's at a public pool. And Alan, you know, he takes off his shirt. You've you've come in like a full like uh, ski suit. Like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't understand social norms at all. Yeah, you know, I have my it, helmet
2: and my goggles on. Right.
1: You should. Alan, you see Alan. Alan's confident at a public pool. Like you too know, confident. Too t- confident. It's it's very misplaced. Like there are kids around. You know. <laughs> <laughs> do you immediately want to be Alan? Do you that do you immediately wanted to copy what he's doing?
2: Yeah, maybe I'll steal some glances at Alan. Just, I guess, get out of my ski get up and yeah, you're gonna do that pretty quick. Then just, you know, for five to ten seconds, watch what he's doing as he's, you know, pushing kids into the pool and
1: uh, <laughs> calling himself the alpha. Yeah,
2: <laughs> really taking long looks into the mirror, uh, checking himself out. The
1: hand mirror. He brought a mirror. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. He brought a mirror and he didn't bring a lot of swimsuit. Let's just say that. Oh man.
1: <laughs> Where did he put the mirror, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Alan, being the alpha, the pool alpha, you saw Evan just staring across the pool. He's
2: got he has a ski outfit. Very easy to see him. <laughs> Very easy to notice that I've been staring at yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, you Every see to wear off
0: his ski goggles. The guy wearing the most clothes staring at the guy <laughs> wearing the least.
1: <laughs> do you maybe take him under your wing? Like, Do you see a needy individual who doesn't quite get the social dynamic of a public pool?
0: Yeah, I see him over there and I notice all the garments that he's wearing and I can see he's, he's out of season. <laughs> so I kind of give him a little come-hither motion with my finger, you know, come this way. Not too seductive though. Not too seductive. It's more more <laughs> instructional. Not not as not as seductive as you would think. Like a
1: construction manager directing a forklift. Kind of that yeah, sexiness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sort of like a like a dad at a boat ramp. <laughs> So uh, I, I sort of call Evan over, and I kind of I'm I'm sort of trying to fill him out. Kind of why is he why has he got on so many clothes? What does he have under there? I don't know. I, I, that's that's what I'm trying to find out. <laughs> Evan. So now,
1: uh-huh. like we were playing this kind of situation now. The person that you're staring at notices and calls you over. What's your what's your kind
2: of move? Well, I mean, obviously, at first you just kind of your first instinct is to scatter, get a you're little tripping bit. over people, lying <laughs> in the chairs. <laughs> You're knocking over people's drinks. Right. <laughs> but Squealing. you just kind of like throw your head back like you're not, you weren't actually looking at him like, oh, you just caught me out at the wrong time. But then you're like, okay, you kind of psych yourself into it and you start walking over there. Okay. Yeah. Because
1: when a man tells you
2: what to do, you do yeah, it. Yeah. There's no turning back <laughs> whenever that man locks in and beckons you. Uh, so you're walking over there and you're like, oh God, what did I get myself into? You know, this guy's so cool. Uh, He knows all the pool do's and don'ts. Yeah. And I look like a buffoon out here. At the same time, it's like, you know, maybe he's here to help me.
1: You're looking for a mentor.
0: Little did I know I am.
1: Now, Alan, what's one pool rule you can give Evan as his
0: now mentor, I guess? I think one one of the ones that I like to live by for specifically public pools is... Don't eat anything out of the pool filters.
2: Does that include frogs?
0: That does include frogs. I know I know when you open one of those things up, you're like, oh, man, what did I just find? I could make a soup out of this. Let what me, is this buffet? Let me pump the brakes on that real quick. We don't need to be doing that.
2: Okay. Now, I know you were planning on doing yeah, that. Yeah, I had one just kind of in my pocket right here. But. Yeah,
0: pool filters are going to be a no-go here. We're strictly bringing snacks we brought in.
2: Or... Snacks that other people brought in, or
0: I mean, snacks that other people brought can, <laughs> in. If he can sneak a snack,
1: right? <laughs> he's sneak a snack, you know. Yeah,
2: of course, of course. That makes. sense. Uh, I
1: think another good rule is uh, the person sitting on top of the tower watching the pool mm-hmm. is a lifeguard. It's not. It's not a time to play. Try to play king of the hill. You know the game where you try to get somebody off the tallest point? Yeah, that's true. So don't go go up there pushing
2: them off. My immediate thought was that was a sniper tower. So (laughs) I'm glad you've said that. You thought it was a guard tower for a concentration camp. Yeah, I did not think we'd be able to get out of the pool. (laughs) But you have eased my anxiety a little bit with that. Thank you.
1: I'm glad we can help
2: you out here. I'm learning all kinds of things about the pool right now.
1: (laughs) How long do you stay out there? Do you follow people home or are you... Kind of out there until pool is closed, and then you're kind of locked into the, the pool like a caged animal.
2: Yeah, I close down the pool. Okay. I, I'm there, dusk to dawn. I have so much chlorine kind of just <laughs> in my body, because I've been drinking the water, of course. Oh, God. Um,
1: we didn't tell them that. You tell yeah. them not well, to eat things out of the yeah, pool filter. Yeah.
2: You get thirsty, you drink the water. Uh, it's a long, hot day. After
1: 50 kids have been in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah so it's just... I get out, I go home, just get a little sick from all the chlorine up been drinking and <laughs> Go in the sun. home and throw up. Yeah. At this point, has he
0: drank probably more urine than chlorine? Yeah, I think... <laughs> a public pool?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's sterile, so it's fine.
1: Based <laughs> off your medical doctor degree?
2: <laughs> well, you know, urine, it's sterile, and I like taste. I like
1: how he doesn't know social norms of a public pool, but he can just pull out that fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a learned man. Do you have trouble... Going into other aspects of your life when you learn the pool dynamic, maybe do you go into another situation, you know, maybe you go to a wedding, you know put you just publicly putting on sunscreen without a shirt on?
2: yeah, it does start to melt over into everything else I do. uh I went to a bar mitzvah once and were you invited no i mean, I went know, it's, to it's the a, bar mitzvah okay? you went. <laughs> Doesn't matter if the you're doors unlocked. were unlocked, so yeah. you took that as an invitation. I was at the bar mitzvah, and you know when they kind of lift the the guy up in the chair at yes. the bar mitzvah. Yeah. Well, I thought that was the lifeguard, aka uh, sniper tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I immediately tried to take him out. Yeah, <laughs> which you went on Navy Seal on him. Yeah, didn't turn out well for me. Yeah, okay, got kicked out of the bar mitzvah. Well,
1: now you know not to.
2: You know, take out
1: the lifeguard. So maybe your bar mitzvahs will go a little bit smoother. That's good. Copy people, learn from other people, learn from observation. It's what smart people do, it's what some dumb people do. A lot of crossover. It's a Venn diagram. A lot of smart people, Evan, (laughs) on the other side. (laughs) Learn from observation. All right, Alan, you open up the chain link fence into a public pool. Mm. We already know you probably take somebody under your wing like Evan, but yeah, what else do you do at a public pool?
0: Something I like to do when I get into that uh, chlorine-filled water is I like to immediately size up the people there and find out what roles we would all play in an apocalyptic scenario. (laughs) I like to sit there and think if the world were to end right now, at the public pool. At the public pool. Who among us would kind of take charge? Absolutely. And who would be more of the followers? Sure. So I like to kind of go ahead and give everybody their role. Just before this even happens. Yeah. Just <laughs> kind of go around the pool and say, hey, look, if this if, if we're talking world-ending scenario right now... Oh, um, you give them the context.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm saying this is... Oh, I just assumed you walked up and you were, went up to a person you were like, you're going to be the shopkeeper.
0: And I walk up to him <laughs> and I say... Uh, an EMP has just knocked out all of the United States. This is what's going to happen. You're going to be a runner.
1: Which is, I don't know which is crazier <laughs> to give them context or don't give them context. Cuz if you were to go up and go like you're a shopkeeper, they're like, "Ah, oh, this guy's a nut." But mm-hmm. if you were to go up to them and go, "Atom bombs have just fallen. We're in a nuclear winter." Mm-hmm. You're going to be you're going to be the runner.
0: <laughs> I think context is key in a situation okay. like this. Yeah. I I worry that if I were to just walk up to him and say Hey, you're going to be the shopkeeper. They might not take me seriously. Sure. But even though you have weapons for the apocalypse on you? Even though I'm, <laughs> I'm in the pool dressed in post-apocalyptic garb. <laughs> I've got a lot of those scarves and goggles. Yeah, the
1: goggles on. Yeah.
0: I've got goggles on my face, but also on my neck as well, just in case I lose a pair.
1: Do you start giving people weapons? Like maybe, you know, you just slide them over a bowie knife and you're mm-hmm. like, you're going to need this come the atom bomb.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I come fully prepared. I've got weapons strapped inside of my duster that I'm wearing in the pool. So I go over to people who I think might might already be inclined to weapons. Sure, sure. The the kids that have all the energy running when they shouldn't be running around the pool, immediately I'll give them knives. Maybe do you start
1: training the kids in hand-to-hand combat? just 100%. Because they're the future. Maybe you give them a couple of knives and say, go after it. Survival the fittest. That's
0: right. And I've also got a, just a ton of old, old leather jackets, dusters with, you know, look like post-apocalyptic garb. Yeah, They've yeah. got holes. buckles and holes all yeah. over them, you know. Make the kids put them on and I make them wait around in the water with those heavy jackets <laughs> on. It's, it's part of their part of their training. They've got to swim with a knife in their teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they drown, you're like, well, they would have never
2: survived. They the, they would have the,
0: been zero good to the pool at that point. The
2: um, ones that survived, you hand them a little Geiger counter, and you're like, "Now nah, right. you just watch that." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if that goes up at all. You let me know.
1: Is it a Geiger counter? It, it's a thermometer,
0: isn't it? It's that. That's all <laughs> you don't it actually is. Have a Geiger counter. I. They've got a thermometer on the side of the wall there at the pool, so I just grabbed it and took it off and handed it to them.
1: If this starts getting really hot really fast,
0: <laughs> a nuclear bomb has just gone off like right up the road. yeah, it's good to keep these guys uh occupied you sure. know idle hands, you know they're not I, I don't I don't want them to you know leave
1: the pool or anything or you know the puppet pool is a place of business and action not fun it is
0: it is yeah you know. yeah
2: for a preparation it's a place but, of commerce yeah you know? they think they're just there to. Be leisurely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You gotta be view, productive. You gotta
0: view everything as training, I think. Sure, sure. Do you
1: maybe slowly cull the weaker men off because you wanna create the a great genetic race after the apocalypse? How do you choose who is gonna continue into the apocalypse and who isn't?
0: What I do is I kinda I go over to the corner of the pool that has the elderly yeah you know they 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 like to stick to themselves (laughs) yeah they've got an intense dominoes game going on over there so what i do to them is i send them out on supply runs just they won't they won't come back (laughs) they're not they're not coming back we just kind of need to get them out of there to make room for new blood by
1: supply runs you mean just like across the pool to the vending machine
0: anything to tire them out and make them go home (laughs) You see him
1: turn away from the vending machine with an item and just, he's so tired. He's so tired. He's breathing hard and all of a sudden you just see him fall into the pool and you're like, he was never going to make it in the first no, place.
0: No, no. This guy's been up since four this morning uh, <laughs> with a CPAP machine. Like, hes he, he was not going to survive well sure. during the nuclear winter.
1: No, I assume you're going to be the leader of the new world after the apocalypse, right? I,
0: after looking around and kind of assessing the group, I think the only appropriate leader would be myself. Okay, good. Humbly speaking, you know.
1: Are you going go to go and take out the strongest men at the pool so you can secure your your position?
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to. Just go get some nice Italian, maybe uh, we'll a movie to. after. Yeah. Just really uh, take them out. Just take him
1: out. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have two options. You could kill him, or you could have sex with him. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> really <night>. you're securing <laughs> you're securing position. A uh, murder for sure. <laughs> He'll no, take the murder funny. all day. <laughs> Evan wants you to fornicate with him. Just, that's that's what Evan said. Now, that. remember, Evan doesn't said, understand social cues. I,
2: so I didn't hear he that he, from Evan. I, he I just to, said, go to Italian. Do Tyson. you think Italian is code yeah. for intercourse? <laughs> what do you do when you go get Italian, Zach? Uh,
0: I'm not allowed in any Italian restaurants. Banned from the Olive Garden.
1: <laughs> uh, but anyway, do you remove... The individual that is the biggest threat to your leadership position.
0: Yeah, I have to take out the toughest guy there. And it's. I think we're going to have to do it in hand-to-hand combat. Sure. I mean, the kids are doing it. You might as well jump in. The kids are doing it. And if I'm training them to be the warriors that they're going to be later on in this apocalypse. Warriors I need to, of tomorrow. The warriors of tomorrow, yeah. I need to be able to also do the same thing. I just take out my 10-foot chain.
1: A big chain or is it
0: like small links? Oh, it's oh big links. Okay. Big links. The weapon I give him, a nine iron. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's given a weapon, you know, unconventional for both of us, but one of them is clearly the winner. Right. It's right. going to be the 10 foot chain. Sure. I just kind of, just kind of of beating the tar out of him. <laughs> not much, not much he can do. Kind of wrap around his legs, pull him into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just make sure we sink him down to the bottom. Yeah. So he's, he, he's out of the picture. Um, I'm the sort of the clear, the clear leader. And you take
1: your place up on the life.
0: Yeah, I guard. get up on that. I get up on that uh, lifeguard tower and I start taking like a third of the people's snacks at the uh, pool. You take, yeah, you um, take your tax. We're gonna have to put these into the into the storehouse for when things get bad. So, <laughs> the storehouse? Do you mean your body? The storehouse? I mean my body. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll give them back if you need them. So you've planned, you've trained,
1: you've predicted the apocalypse. What happens when it doesn't come the next day? Is it is this a drink the Kool-Aid situation?
0: No, assuming the the day ends, the the sun sets over a nasty pool Everybody goes home. They're well trained. I'm not killing off my people. Oh sure, sure. These people are probably going to come back. They got nothing better to do. <laughs> when they come back, we're going to go through this whole thing again. We're going to we're going to going to continue training. These eight year old children are going to be. Warlords. Ideally, at the end of the summer, one of them will kill me (laughs) and become the leader. Ah, okay. And then that cycle will repeat itself every summer until the atom bombs are dropped on us. Sure.
1: Well, it's good that you've prepared a whole race for the apocalypse that may or may not happen.
0: Yeah, I I think it's very nearly going to happen. Almost 100% sure. Um, In a matter of probably weeks, I would say... (laughs)
1: Well, here's what I do at a public pool. Y'all, y'all looked and involved the people around the public pool. And I, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm going to be... It's going to be just mostly me. And I'm going to live out my fantasy of being a pirate. Now, as you know, this is a public pool. It's not very big. It's not even an Olympic-sized pool. It's <laughs> small. I'm still going to live this out. So I'm going to get a, a about a 10-foot bass boat. I'm going to put a, a couple of brooms right in the middle and make a sail. And I'm going to ch- jump on that bass boat in the middle of the pool with my Jack Sparrow get up. And I'm going to sail around plundering each side of the pool. You know, I'm going to get to the other side of the pool. I'm going to say things like "hoy, matey and R And I'm going to pull out a flintlock pistol and rob a family of their goods. Hmm. I'm going to jump right back onto the boat. I'm going to have a map. <laughs> it's going to be an old map. It's an old map with just like dotted lines to different different parts of my little world. And I'm going go to go the other side of the pool. No, I'm going to create waves because, you know, pirates have to deal with storms out on the high seas. I'm going to be just... <laughs> just going to be me in the middle of the pool screaming. saying like bat batting down the hatches. Deep. As I'm... As I'm just rocking the boat by myself. People be watching me from the edge, just this crazy person in the middle of the pool. Then I'm going to come out on the other side. I'm going to plunder the other side. I know what the question you're going to ask. Yes, I have a full-size cannon, real-life working cannon on that 10-foot bass boat. It weighs it down on one side very hard. And I do use it. I load it up. I I command my ship. Are they little cannons? I load it up and I fire it right through the... The concession stand, (laughs) that cannon blows back, blows my ship right over. I, I, you know, I've lost so many cannons, so many cannons at the bottom of this pool.
2: (laughs) Do you have like a smaller, smaller vessel that you dock to the side of your bass boat that you take to shore? Yeah, the shore vessel. I do.
1: It's a big Tonka truck. It's like the dump truck bed. I just kind of hop in that (laughs) and just use a couple wooden spoons as oars (laughs) to get over to the, to the, the shore. So that that family has to sit there and watch me struggle for twenty five minutes as
0: I as I get to the edge of the pool. When you get to shore, if you will, uh, to begin the plundering, is there a lot of pushback?
1: Yeah, you know, I've, I'm having to fight off many many savages in these new lands. You know, I'm an explorer too. Yeah, there's a lot of pushback, a lot of fighting. You know, I fire a couple cannonballs into the the picnic table that they have over in the corner. Yeah. They don't they didn't stand a chance. What are they, all they have is some Ray-Ban sunglasses and mm-hmm. flip-flops. You know, that's that's the weapons they have. I I'm
0: years advanced to them with my my black powder <laughs> weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's your pirate name? Every every pirate's got a good uh got a good name.
1: Uh I think my name is going to be Captain Blackbrow. You know, Clapton Blackbeard is a very famous pirate. Well I, I, I did my own spin on it. I have a giant dark unibrow. It helps me keep out the sun, makes me look fierce, makes me very appealing to the women. You and put I, beads in that thing, don't put, you? <laughs> 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 yeah, I put I put beads in it. You know, I put little designs in it, I put like a maybe a little little kraken. <laughs> A little cracking in the side of it, you know.
0: Evan, I'm looking at a Hello Kitty barrette on the side of his <laughs> eye. Do you see that? <laughs> I see that. Yeah.
1: Sometimes if I turn my head too quickly, it hits me right in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you've been calling yourself, is Blackbrow? Yeah, Captain Blackbrow, yeah. That's okay. the name. My self myself name. I got tired of plucking my unibrow and I was yeah. like, I bet I could I bet I could make something out of yes? this. Yeah.
2: Alan, have you seen the newsletters they've been posting at the pool? I have not. What, uh, what have they been saying? Just flyers saying, watch out for Wackbeard. <sighs> Wackbeard, listen. They listen to just me. do not support these, you. These
1: savages have great PR smear <laughs> campaigns. <laughs> they might not be great at weaponry and warfare, <laughs> but by the beard, they are great at smear campaigns. <laughs> the eight and nine-year-olds you've been enslaving? Yeah. <laughs> They get so mad at me. like tie up some people that take them across the pool. They're confused. They can't figure out how to get over there. It's a world away. So they, they put up unfair, untrue posters on the other side. It takes a big hit to my confidence as I go back and, you know, to plunder some more on that side of the pool, you know? It
0: takes a lot to damage the confidence of a man who openly wears a unibrow. <laughs> That man's already confident <laughs> yeah. beyond leagues. What did the
1: posters say?
2: I, I didn't. I haven't seen the posters, so these are these seem to be new. It said, watch out for Wackbeard. He will try to tie you up, and he has illegally put a ten foot bass boat inside the pool. Oh, so this ain't a smear.
1: They're just giving facts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then well, they're it, like, just be aware. Under that, I think in small letters, it says, P.S. He doesn't have any high seas, no matter how many times he tells you he does. <laughs> Don't go in his boat for drinks yeah. or snacks. Yeah. And it says all that under
1: that. Oh, that's unfortunate. That was my main way of getting people onto my 10-foot
0: bass boat. Yeah, they have signs
2: around the pool making you look like a predator. <laughs>
0: Just know that. They did a full body one where you're in. it's your face on the Bigfoot body. Yeah. <laughs> In a lopsided ten foot bath boat from a from a cannon sitting on one side, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, being a pirate's not an easy life. You you don't get into the trade for the the good reputation. It's, it's to plunder, to pillage, to adventure.
2: And it really hit you hard last year when they put that hot tub in the new addition to the pool. You were yeah. like uncharted territories. Yeah, and
1: you talk about rough seas. Yeah. yeah, sometimes that the hot tub get they turn on the
0: jets. Half of your bass boat really gets it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just the tip of it. it? (laughs) I'm
1: yelling to my crew to batten down the hatches. I'm praying to uh, Poseidon himself, which is just a child on the side. Poseidon, turn off the jets!
0: (laughs) 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 You know, just to stop the the raging seas. Have you ever thought about Settling down, hanging up your, your pirate hat and cannons? You know,
1: we've been at this podcast for a year, and I've aged a lot. So, yeah, I've thought about settling down. There's a, a quaint Tuscan-esque corner of the, the the right side of the pool, and it has a frumpy woman with a unibrow on that side, mm-hmm. and she could give me some below-average genetic children. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at a little seaside villa over there. Yeah, you know, just it has the umbrella on the table. Doesn't have any holes in it. Not yet. Not until I get over there and start shooting my flintlock pistol in the air. <laughs> Forget that thing's above me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought. But point is, I I thought about settling down. It's it's hard. The the open seas, the high seas are rough. You know, especially that the high seas are filled with vodka. God, you're plastered the whole time. It's hard
2: to aim the cannon
1: as you're sitting it over the
2: fits. You think, you keep saying that the high seas are calling your name, but that's just your drunken stupor? Yeah. That's just,
1: that's just the police on the side of the pool saying, get over here. <laughs> But I'm in the middle of the pool yelling, pointing at him. You'll never catch Captain Blackbrow alive. Arr. Uh, you know, you know how pirates look. You had to get
2: one in. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's what I do, you know? Well, thankfully, as a pirate right now, uh, you don't have to worry about the uh, East India Company. British East India Company.
1: Yeah, I lived, you know, I lucked out being born in the 21st century. Yeah.
2: But you could always go to Somalia. Be a Somalian pirate. The pool's plenty small, ya already. <laughs> all right, small enough. I don't, <laughs> I don't enough. need to get any small, ya. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, brother. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's what we do at a public pools. We copy people to learn how to be a human at a public pool. We train and prepare for the apocalypse, and then we pretend to be pirates, and pl- pillage and plunder the areas around the pool. But for our next segment, we're going to jump into a draft.
0: Welcome back to the draft. Good young players with the draft all about. Here and in and here out. Welcome back to the draft. I never say anything like
1: this. All right, as we jump into our draft segment, our longtime listeners will know that we like to do a spin on just a normal draft. We like to do a blind draft. And what that means is one person does not know the subject that we're drafting for. The blind person today is Evan. So Alan and I know the subject and we're going to draft based on that subject. Evan's going to have to draft despite not knowing. And then at the end he'll have to guess to see what the subject was. So in saying that, today's situation that we're drafting for is things you bring to a public pool so let's jump into it all right welcome back evan thank you I feel like the
2: room's a little tenser since i left
1: yeah we tried to lock you out <laughs> so <laughs> somehow you weaseled your way back in here uh, we just we just tried to kick you out under the guise of it's the blind draft so let's get you know evan you need to leave yeah well, i mean we... it is my house <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, it's been weird for you to lock yourselves in here. it's weird that you let us lock you out it is your house you know take control you know I guess, <laughs> but yeah, welcome back. We're uh, we've already told everybody the situation, mm. so good for them. Alan, first pick the questionably tour episode fifty two draft. What do
0: you got? <sighs> for my first pick, I am picking a Ziploc bag full of only the purple lifesavers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. okay, very good.
0: I think that's a great first pick. <sighs> Thank you. I'm sure Evan
1: honing in yeah, on exactly I've... what we're doing. I see him calculating. Got some ideas. I can He's... see
0: both wheels turning in <laughs> he his actually, head. <laughs> he actually has a calculator over there, which yeah. makes no <laughs> sense. There's
2: no numbers here. Tapping. <laughs> it's one of the old ones that like kind of yes. rattles, too. Yeah, you got to pull the, the handle on yeah. the side.
1: Um, for my first pick, I am
2: going to be picking a medical defibrillator. So we got lifesavers. Only purple ones. You need ones.
1: to take into account every hit
0: you
2: get. You're doing here, all that math
0: me. over there, but you're leaving <laughs> you're leaving uh, items out. The math's gonna be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the math
2: ain't math in here. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, the purple ones." Okay, <laughs> like clicking, clicking, clicking back on it. So, purple lifesavers and defibrillators. So, two things named lifesavers.
1: Ah, that's a good wow. thing. Interesting. Oh, very, very good. Interesting. Very good.
2: Man, maybe those calculators are working. Um, Going in the same vein, I'm going to pick David Hasselhoff, another <laughs> lifesaver. <laughs> like the David Hasselhoff? The David Hasselhoff oh, okay. uh, from the SpongeBob movie. Ah. <laughs> what he's known for. Yeah, what he's... Yeah. <laughs>
1: What he's known for. That's right.
2: When he saves SpongeBob and Patrick sure. and puts them on his body. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did do that. It's weird when you frame it like that. Yeah.
1: Very good. David Hasselhoff.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, from Alan. From the SpongeBob. Again, details matter. From the SpongeBob movie. From
1: the SpongeBob movie. Right, right,
2: right. right.
0: Older, still sexy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, Alan. Second pick. I'm going to say my second pick is just a felled tree. <laughs> How big? How big's the tree? How big does it need to be?
1: I. Now this is your pick.
0: So you're just dragging <laughs> in a full log? This is th- this is a massive log. Like, I mean, this is a, this tree, let, let's say this tree is at least 50 years old. Okay, yeah. If that, is. if, and I know all of us can picture a 50-year-old tree yeah. size <laughs> diameter,
2: you know, we.
1: It's like hugging a, like hugging a fat person, you know? Yeah.
2: yeah. Just to, for my sake, thinking about this, it, what kind of tree is this? This is like an oak, like a mighty oak? Yeah. Just a hard wood? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's an oak. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: it's whatever tree was nearest at what, the time. <laughs> yeah, what whatever tree was just I don't know, like just around. Okay, so whatever trees in your yard, I guess.
1: How'd you cut it down,
0: Bacon? I used a team of beavers. <laughs> <laughs> well trained. Well trained. Yeah, most people like Were to. Are they do... alive, or are you just taking their?
1: was <laughs> 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 just taking their flat tails and whacking their teeth on them.
0: Yeah, I'm using them like pickaxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: very good. <laughs> Uh, A tree log. (laughs) All right. My second pick is going to be a multitude of urine filled gallon jugs. Could be three, could be 12, depending on how hydrated I was and how many I could sneak under some unsuspecting urinators. So now I'm thinking it's
2: maybe things that float. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. Oh, less of a link there. Yeah, <laughs> you just stop <laughs> while you're ahead. That being said, for my second pick, I'm gonna go with treasure from the lost city of Atlantis. Hmm.
1: You just have that at handy.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a little buoyant because the, there's some air in there that got trapped in there, so it's <laughs> it floats now. Uh, so
1: he, he definitely has like children's bath toys. Yeah, yeah. And they're just—it yeah. says Atlantis on the packaging, you know. It's like an old Happy Meal toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just let them believe. Hey, Alan, let them believe it. <laughs> yeah. Don't so uh, buoyant treasure from the lost city well, of Atlantis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very specific. Very good. Second pick. Uh, well, all right, Alan. Third and final pick. Who are you rounding off on your team?
0: Final pick is going to be uh, fringe cut off shorts. <laughs> Denim canvas.
2: Oh, 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 my God. oh yeah, very, oh, like oh, oh, very yeah. coarse. Very coarse. Rubbing your raw <laughs> in all the places.
1: <laughs> if there's a crevice, it's raw now.
2: <laughs> you don't have uh, any skin left between your legs, oh, do you? No, not a, not a chance. You're
1: making a bunch of noise between the the fabric and you yelping. <laughs>
2: But, but let me say, that canvas is still carrying some potatoes, if you know what I yeah, mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, do. Very good team so far, Alan. Thank I'm, you. I'm Thank saying. you. Um, my final pick is going to be Captain Ahab's spear when he
2: was chasing down the great white whale. Let's draw those conclusions, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got can- fringe canvas shorts and Captain Ahab's spear. Can we run through y'all's three things before I make sure. my final? Yeah.
0: A bag of only the purple lifesavers, mm-hmm. a fallen log, fallen tree, and cut off canvas fringe shorts.
1: Uh, mine was a medical defibrillator, a variety or a multitude of urine-filled ga- gallon jugs, and Captain Ahab's
2: spear. Okay, I think I see the pattern here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, bet, I bet you. Yeah, <laughs> no, that makes it all clear. <laughs> I bet you do. That makes it the all urine, clear. The urine, I think, that was that's what sealed it for you. Greatly. Yeah. I think for my third and final pick, I'm gonna have to go with the nightly writings of a mental institution patient that nearby at a local hospital.
1: Like, are they etched into a wall or like on a piece of paper?
2: Either way, I'll take them. Gotcha. What are they talking about? That's what I'm here to find out. <laughs> oh, is it because you're illiterate? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just getting them. You know, I'll take them. <laughs> Whatever it, they is are. Is it
0: because when you write these down it's you're
2: sleepwalking and you don't remember when you <laughs> yeah, wake up? Yeah, are you the patient? I've been discharged. <laughs> so I can't talk Hopefully about it. Hopefully nowhere near anything public.
1: We're alright. You've heard the picks. What do you think we're drafted for?
2: I think this has gotta be things you would bring to the funeral of your greatest enemy. Ah. Mm. Very yeah. good. It yeah. was that was very close.
1: Well let me go ahead and tell you it was things you bring to
0: a public pool. Oh yeah,
1: that's... which could be the funeral of your greatest enemy. It like, is don't...
0: true. <laughs> you could have drowned your enemy there.
1: <laughs> so I mean, you know, you're not you're wrong necessarily. Okay,
0: yeah. Or so so
1: things you bring to a public pool. So let's 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 really dissect what we brought here. Alan brought some just the purple lifesavers, which is a great snack for a public pool. By a gr- the way, a great
0: snack also autistically specific to the color though very true very true it's <laughs> gotta be purple you're making that mental connection of a lifeguard's mm. lifesaver ring <laughs> <laughs> well, though they're not very safe
2: because
1: I wouldn't you know they get lodged in your windpipe while you're taking a dive off the that, high, is the that is true that is true you're them. not
0: supposed to eat them while you dive and you but, fill
1: your entire mouth with them you don't eat just eat one
0: <laughs> well if you pack them in so tightly they can't really move yeah so you're you're safe. You you can't just have a couple. You gotta go. You gotta have the whole bag.
1: And you don't want them to move as they're in your windpipe.
0: Yeah, and you want you them to stay stay stationary in
1: your mouth. Sure. <laughs> you look like you look like a redneck with a big thing of two in Back in
2: the
0: <laughs> yeah pack in
2: those cheeks. Well, when when they get a little bit of moisture on them, they start to stick together anyway. Yeah, so yeah, they kind of yeah. just form one giant lifesaver.
1: Yeah. I thought that was a good one. And your second one was.
0: That uh, fallen tree log. The fallen tree log. That's right. It's mm. a great piece of a uh, flotation, great flotation device. Uh, a pool. lot of people can yeah. lay on it, you know. do like, I, Some turtles. Yeah, a couple pond turtles. Turtles could, could also <laughs> lay on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very easy to carry. Incredibly easy. Just put it in Assuming your... that it just fell over the fence and into the yeah.
2: pool.
1: Yeah. yeah, you just found the nearest tree to the pool. Yeah. Uh. But you also could play the old European log game where they sit it in the water and they run on
0: it. That's right. And that you could know? also be how we got the the tree there as well. We could have just oh. <laughs> just <laughs> walked it there.
1: Yeah. Hamster wheeled it to the, yeah, the pool. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Uh, final pick was the cutoff friend shorts uh, canvas material. Which was just
1: a fashion statement.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to go to the pool in pants. Sure. You're going to mm-hmm. need something of a cutoff variety. You need, you need those shins. Those calves, they got to be free. And uh, The canvas, though, was an interesting fabric to choose. You know, canvas, um, if you wax it properly, uh, can be water resistant. So in case people are splashing you, you know those kids can be. Yeah, sure. Rolls right off of you.
1: Very good. Um, The things I would bring to a public pool, uh, medical defibrillator. Yeah. Great for if people's heart stops. A fun
2: game to just go in and just stick in the pool while there's a bunch of people in there. Really get some electricity flowing. Really give a good, give a good zap.
1: (laughs) Multiple thousands of volts just going through the the public pool. Just send it. It's it's great. (laughs) Uh, My second pick was a multitude of urine-filled gallon jugs. Why is that? I just, I'm glad you asked. I am just always so afraid there's not enough human urine in the public pool. You know, I'm afraid of showing up and it being too clear.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that
1: way I can just really equalize the ratio of water to urine, you mm-hmm. know? And you think that's necessary. <laughs> yeah, necessary for me. Okay. Um, and finally, Captain Ahab's spear in the hit novel Moby Dick.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't even have to explain that one. That one just makes sense.
1: Like, you know, just in
0: case you see a white whale. Yeah. <laughs> Just and by white whale, you mean the morbidly obese people who yeah. <laughs> lather themselves yeah. in sunscreen and sit yeah. out on the lawn chairs. Absolutely. Sometimes you just need to spear one right in the chest. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> just take one out. Yeah, put them out of their misery. Because um, you've been chasing those. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're uh, they're slow, but I'm slower. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> all right, Evan, you you chose some interesting picks to bring to the pool.
2: I think they're all valid. David
1: Hasselhoff would have been a good one. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Really
1: bringing the star power to it. Yeah.
2: Really got some paparazzi around too, you know. Yeah. Really just made a day of the whole thing.
1: Were you hoping to ride on his back like SpongeBob and Patrick were in the movie? Is that why you referenced specifically that movie?
2: Yeah, I did think that was going to come up. So <laughs> I wanted to make sure it was on the table.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to say that's probably Dave's best uh, best work, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think so. I think, he'll, I think he'd agree to it too.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't think many people would argue with that. Mm-mm. Uh, My second pick was Buoyant Treasure from the Lost City of Atlantis That's
1: right Treasure from a place that didn't exist That Oops. it also has a weird aspect to it That it floats
0: Did this come from a Disney Happy Meal? Yeah When Atlantis the Lost Empire came out?
1: Yeah You just You got it You um, got it when you were like seven You You're like Man I can't I can't wait to use this when I'm an adult
2: <laughs> Yeah, I did think it was weird that it came from McDonald's. Uh, yeah. That does seem a weird place to get lost treasure.
1: You were like, is Atlantis in there? <laughs> you, were really, you were really trying to get the information out of them.
2: Yeah, I figured if anyone has stumbled upon the lost city of Atlantis, if anyone had the money to stumble upon Atlantis, it's McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's. Uh, they found it, and I stick by that theory that <laughs> McDonald's has found the lost city of Atlantis and distributed their wealth through Happy Meals that's in right. the early 2000s. Right.
1: I, I think that's a great conspiracy that will be up there along with the JFK <laughs> Grassy Knoll situation mm-hmm. yeah. and, then, you know, 9 11, the moon landing, McDonald's
2: found Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> My third pick was the writings of. Um, Mental institution patient from a nearby hospital.
1: Right. You need that at a public pool. Why?
2: It's just some light reading. <laughs> uh, you know, when you're getting a sunbathe, <laughs> you just want to have something to take your attention. Is that
1: where you got the McDonald's Atlantis conspiracy? <laughs> off of the, <laughs> the, off of the tablets of a schizophrenic person?
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, you just like to kick back, read a, a little book every now and then. Light insanity. Yeah. Just... Something to get keep your brain churning, you know, that's right,
1: that's very good. I think I think you really did well with the uh the items that you brought to a public pool. Thank you. As I say that, now let's let's vote on who wins. Now, as our longtime listeners will know, we vote on who we think won the draft, but obviously, you cannot vote for yourself. So, Alan, who do you vote for?
0: So, both of your first picks solid, Dave and the defibrillator, both things that things and people who could help out around a pool. Sure. I mean uh, I can see them being both very useful. It's where the second pick comes in that's really a divergent for me here. The Floating Treasure of the Lost City of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's doing at the pool. <laughs> floating. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like <laughs> pool toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean is is it there to make money? Is are are we are we stealing the treasure? Always looking for a way to make money. <laughs> And then the urine jugs, while disgusting, I can see them in use. I mean, kid doesn't have his his water wings, his floaties, you know. Let him hold on to two of those (laughs) jugs. Got all the buoyancy he needs. And then schizophrenic riding. Honestly, if I'm looking for some escapism fiction at the pool to read I, my first first choice is not going to be schizophrenic writing
1: oh i marked well, it down there
0: i'm gonna have to give it to zach Thank um you. the the so. spear of captain ahab yeah. um just hyper masculine <laughs> can kill uh Literally just has
1: dick in the name
0: that too, I guess. You know, I mean, very masculine. Very, very masculine. Um. So yeah, Zach's gonna take the take the win for me. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Here's here's who I think won. I I think the snack from Alan's pick was good. The log is just it creates a fun atmosphere. It has has a multitude of uses. Uh, and then and then your final pick was the canvas cut off shorts. Just sexy. I mean, you, he's going to the pool looking good with just a log, <laughs> a, a, a tree, <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: in his pants and in the pool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just looking good. Um, Evans,
1: Evans were good too. I think the they all made sense. How who who you, I mean Hasselhoff is a great first pick in any yeah. situation. The Lost City of Atlantis. He seems crazy. I'm not totally sure if the writing that he's reading is not his. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Alan. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna vote Alan. I like the I like the snacks and the sexiness
2: that he brought with it. Thank you. Thank you. It hurts to hear. <laughs> I guess it boils down to me now. Here. Yep. You get to choose. Oh boys, the powers in my hands once again. <laughs> Alan. Lifesavers versus defibrillator. I think I'm going to have to go with defibrillator. On That's good. Yep. Pick one. Tough, uh, tough it, but I hear it. <laughs> while lifesavers do give you sustenance, uh, defibrillators really shock the whole system. Yep. So I think that's important. You'll need you'll the defibrillator
1: bolt. after you get done choking on his lifesaver. That's exactly. right.
2: Uh, when second picks come in, logs. Boys, you know me. Uh, I love a good oak. And urine jugs, while I don't get it, I understand.
1: Why you don't understand, you understand. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I understand why that may be necessary for you because you have mental issues. Sure. Uh, So I'm going to have to give it to the log Ah. because it's just superior. You can all just float on it like some frogs and some toads. Yeah. Uh, God, who doesn't love sunbathing like a turtle? Just perched on a log in the middle of a pond. God, to be a turtle. (laughs) Um... (laughs) To be able to hide away into a, yeah. a cell. Oh. God, you just They want to really away. have it all. <laughs> and then when third picks come in, we got some waxed, cut-off shorts, canvas mm-hmm. shorts. Yep. The water repellency is just insane yeah. that yeah. you get from that, which I got to admire that. Versus Captain Ahab's spear. What's more manly than that? God, nothing. Right. God, just dude. the chance to take out a white whale.
1: Just to take a life. Mm.
2: <laughs> just to to farm some blubber, you know. Yeah. That's what every young man w- wants. Yeah,
0: men don't get the chance to go to the sea anymore. They don't.
2: <laughs> don't. Maritime pastimes have really just kind of Hi. gone by the wayside. Uh. And I think that's what's wrong with America. Though. Yeah, no, dude, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Country was founded on blubber. <laughs> That being said, I think I'm gonna have to go with Ahab Spear. It just it takes us back to our roots in the Atlantic Pacific Sea. Yeah,
1: our roots, us <laughs> Irish descending
2: descent people, <laughs> just hunting down just a Moby Dick. Uh, so that being said, I think I've got to give it to Zach as that's our fair. winner this I, week. I, that's yeah. fair.
1: I, I get it. I understand why you chose me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I accept this. I accept this victory. Good. You, yep. you didn't have to. <laughs> But thank you, I'll take this wind, not humbly. No.
2: No, absolutely not.
1: Uh, And I will go home to my wife, hoping that she sees me as a man now. (laughs) She'll finally love you. She'll she'll (laughs) finally give me the respect I want. Oh, very good. Very good. But as we get to our final moments here on the podcast, Not Alive. Mm. Well... (laughs) We don't know when Evan's going to snap and do the whole murder-suicide <laughs> thing. We'll see.
2: Let's give everybody some wisdom. What do y'all have? Wise men say, an eye for an eye. Mm. But wiser men say, "I carumba. Mm. Yeah.
0: That they do. I think it's somewhere in the Bible. You know, scientists and the learned men say that the earth is 70% water. But it doesn't have to be. Let's get those shovels. Let's start widening our beaches, our rivers, and our lakes. I say we should get it up to 80 by next year.
1: Alan misunderstood this. He thought he was supposed to give his manifesto (laughs) and not wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. There's some wisdom for you Saturday workers. Oh, but if you have a hypothetical, you need some advice, you have a subject that you want facts about, anything, write us in. Questions with Detour Podcast at gmail.com. Remember, tell your friends. Let's start a cult. We have leaders here sitting in front of these mics. We're ready. But y'all want to be done? Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Evan, why did you just put the sunscreen on your nipples? I mean, you're supposed to, like, kind of rub it on it. You, you just are protecting your nipples from the sun?
2: Yeah, I mean, you get too much sun on it and it just gets too chapped and you don't know what to do with it anymore, so <laughs> I've gotten to where I just put it on my nipples.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get it. It's, it's weird. Uh, thankfully, you're covering those up a little bit, seeing that there's kids around here.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna get a sunburn, don't want it on your nipples.
1: Yeah. But you're allowed to put it other places. Uh, hey, you guys. Know.
2: Uh, you guys,
0: mind if I cut in?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you've kind of done yeah, it anyway, so I guess go ahead.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. Let me, let me just get in there real close. Oh, we gotta. He he's, uh, he's gotta we got us. We gotta. gotta rubbing talk. my nipples. He's wearing
1: off. a duster jacket.
0: Let me let me just say the water between us all is really warm right now.
1: <laughs> he didn't have to bring that up. I, I don't think
0: so. I'm not gonna point fingers, but yeah, let's just say it wasn't me. Listen, have you boys ever killed a man? <laughs> <laughs> like with charm or yeah, like uh, with
1: kindness? I you know they killed with kindness.
0: Have you ever swam through the swamp bottoms? With a knife betwixt your teeth, getting ready to just come up and rob your fellow man. God, he's breathing so hard right now. It keeps getting warmer.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, why, why we haven't moved? I'm <laughs> just still sitting here. Your, what are you selling here, friends? With all, Why do you have a pair of goggles on your eyes and then another pair of goggles around your neck? Your, your get-up makes no sense. You have too many scarves
0: for summer. <laughs> Hope you boys enjoy this warmth we're feeling now because you won't get to experience in the nuclear winter.
2: <laughs> Expect
1: the detour.